Trader's Zambito, man. We need new music. Shit, we need Atlanta season three? Season four? I think four and five. Yeah, four and five. Hey! gentlemen welcome to episode 22 of the real creators collab this is your boy marcus aka mr marcus you know what time it is <laughs> hey y'all it's your boy lavert aka laverticus aka sweet dick willie and, and we, we back. back hey back in the lab back in the lab then we gotta get that down one day <laughs> <laughs> what's going on man not much man i'm doing good i can't complain Ugh, how about you how was your week? Talk about it. Birthday boy. How did it feel? What, you, you turned 34? I turned 34. This old. This man old. Nigga, that's prime <laughs> years. I'm getting to the, the best point in my life. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. How was your birthday, man? Tell me about it. Uh, my birthday was great, actually. Salute to you. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Clap it up. Clap it up one time. Clap it up. Keep going. Keep going. Salute to you. And um, I want to say... Uh, Bro, thanks for getting me out of the house because usually I'm a homebody. Um, since I mean, I've always been a homebody, but since the pandemic, like home is where my heart is. Like I could just be here, make music, create, and edit. But I got I had it was a good thing I got out because I got some fresh air. Um, salute to Rod. Always good to get fresh air. Yeah, salute to Rod for coming out. Shout out Rod. Salute to Barlow coming out. Shout out Barlow. My sister Tessa. Tess. And my brother Jamar for coming out. Yes, sir. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for supporting me on my birthday. Salute to Kia. Beautiful shout, Kia. Shout out Kia. Um, she definitely was one of my, and I would say she was, she was the highlight of my of my night. So salute to Kia. Bet, bet. And y'all know Kia. She's been on the podcast before. Yeah. With Be Juicy. Um, Be Juicy. Yeah, it was a good night, man. Um, <laughs> was, Just a good night. It, it, I went, nah, I'm, I'm under, it was a great night. It was a great night. Um, y'all ended up leaving early because we, we was at Bar Taco and yeah. um, had food and drinks there. But we ended up coming back. I think my brother, they went to Siva's for a minute, but then they ended up coming here. And we actually did a podcast together. But it's a podcast. It's not going to air because it got a little. It'll never hit a lot of day. It got way, way. <laughs> it got, got a little spicy and personal. <laughs> too personal for the pod. But 
It was a great night, man. Maybe one day we get a Patreon, we put it out for the right price. <laughs> for the right price. <laughs> Need to start a Patreon. Hey. Just just have it out there, you know what I'm saying? Hey. But yeah, it was a great night. I turned 34. Um, actually, ever since the pandemic started and I got uh, released from my job, whatever. Like, it, I feel like this is the time where I just really, really started my life. So I'm just trying to figure mm. out things and figure out where I want to go with being creative, um, jobs and stuff like that. So I'm just, I'm in a groove right now. And I'm excited for the future. Okay. And what the future will bring. Now, like you say, you just in your primary life. Like, people will say, like, 34 is old, but nah, man. 34 ain't old. It's like 34, you just hit, like, the second stage of your life. Like, your life is beginning yeah. new. Yeah, when people would say the second stage. I think it's like, it's just, you know how you like, uh, the, if you look at the Matrix movie, and when he got unplugged, and he was just an infant, a baby, when he came out of the little sack or whatever, the little digital sack, when he was in the real world. Ooh. And like <laughs> he was, he was basically be, um, Neo was reborn. So that's how I feel like with me. Like I'm in this this new era of my life where it's like I've been reborn, and I'm just figuring out shit, learning how to do shit on my own and stuff like that. Okay. Because I want to live a certain life and live a certain way. So it's just a grind every day of me progressing and learning different things. So it's a process. Hey, right, what man. about you? How was your your week? Hey, my week was good. Like I said, I pre- thank God for you having a birthday, so I can get out the house and get some fresh air, go get dinner, do something like that. But nah, man. Um, yes. What am I talking about? Oh, oh, and um, shout out to the wifey and you for the birthday present. The candles smell oh, dope. Right, I appreciate was, you. Right, my wife. I would say if if being a gift curator mm-hmm. was a thing or a profession, mm-hmm. she, she definitely. That that should be something she definitely does. Like she's the best gift giver I've ever, I've ever seen. Like I mean, I, I smelled the uh, the fragrances from the candles, and I was like, "Oh, this is so me." <laughs> Love you, baby. Lavert, like, appreciate you too. It was thank you because <laughs> it's so me. I'm gonna put those to work, <laughs> work. Nah, man, work. <laughs> nah, man. But my, my 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 week was good. Like uh, honestly, I think it's important. Like it's important. Like we um. Throughout the week, we pour into work. We pour in other people. We, of course, we got all we've got relationships that we gotta maintain, but we pour into other people and doing other things. But it's also time. It's also important to at some point take time to like, um, like refill and recharge yourself. Mm. Um, mm. Whether that's through like literally resting and doing nothing, or it's like or doing activities that you enjoy. It's important to take time to refill yourself because, like, like I, I like I, I envision like a teapot. Or we're pouring tea, we're pouring in other people's cup, but like at the end of the day, when are we gonna refill ourselves? When are we gonna refill? And if we don't realize, if we don't refill ourselves, we'll end up empty. And like emptiness is depression, emptiness is sadness, emptiness is just uh, just something, it's just something we shouldn't have to go through and experience. Okay, when you say it, say it like that and pivot off of this, what are the things that you utilize in order to refill your cup? Because I would say for me, for example, what I utilize to refill my cup is I have ways um, to express myself and to vent. And that's through whether it's poetry, whether it's music, whether it's art, mm-hmm. rather it's me writing erotica. So I have different outlets to me where it's like, I just feel good doing it. And I feel like the energy flowing through me. Cause with me, when I write certain things and I come across people, they like, you pretty good with your words. Or how do you, how, where does it flow from? <laughs> and I always tell them like, it's never me. I'm just a conduit. <laughs> and everything just flows through me. Yeah, kind of wait for lightning. Kind of wait for love, <laughs> romance, sex, all of that, anything in above, like whatever, however it flows. I just let it flow mm-hmm. without like no filter or whatever. So, 
Nah, that's how I enjoy and um, refill my cup. What yeah, about you? Me, uh, I mean, I, me, I, I find myself I'm pretty simple. Like, um, I imagine it's literally energy, and I'm pouring energy into others. I'm pouring into this, and I'm pouring into that. But uh, I say that I'm simple. Like, just allow me time to rest mm-hmm. and, and my my cup or my bar or refill with energy that I, I can I continue to dish out. Just allow me to rest. I would say that is um, one of the most underrated points. Of refilling yourself is resting. Because oftentimes in the world today, they're always saying like, "Oh, you got to be doing something twenty four seven and they would say like, "Team, no sleep." If you're not sleeping, <laughs> man, nigga, take your ass to sleep. Like some some people say they so fucking sleep or like they so fucking woke, they need to take their ass to sleep. Look, <laughs> you don't realize how power naps they work every now and then, but sometimes you just got to take your ass to bed and just go to sleep. Because I think this past weekend, I was just in a certain mood. Uh-huh. I was like in an off mood. And I just felt off. I think because I had stayed up the night before because I was on uh, Dutch Masters uh, live. And we was up to like 4 a.m. in the morning. Shout out Dutch Masters, man. They be putting in work, man. They be I see putting you. in, look, putting in work. I be like, I need to get off this live. But then <laughs> the conversation get good and I end up staying for so long. So shout out to Dutch. Shout out to Roman. Shout out to Lana. Shout out to all of y'all. All the people that's in the hookah community, because we love hookah. And, um, yeah, like, the conversation get flowing, and, like, we'll be talking about some random-ass, off-the-wall type of shit. So, if y'all haven't tuned in to Dutch Masters Live, check them out. It's always good topics flowing. <laughs> it's always some shenanigans. It's always some fuckery. And it's always some good information. Hey, man, they put out good, hilarious content, for <laughs> real, for real. So, we'll be having a good-ass time. So, um, yeah, man, like, I was just so, I was at a loss of energies. And I probably need to start drinking coffee at night because they'll start around like 11 o'clock mm. and we'll go all the way to fucking 4 a.m. I think the, the longest I've been on there was like uh to like 9 a.m. What? Damn. <laughs> then I have to go to bed, bro. I'll be like, <sighs> damn, bro. Y'all really be in that motherfucker. What y'all be talking about? Anything and everything and sometimes nothing. <laughs> Just chilling. Like, uh, it'd be funny because my brother-in-law, Quan Hill coming, he was like, bro, like, what the fuck you be up for? Like, Cause he'll see me on live And he's like This nigga I went to sleep With this nigga On live And I woke up With this nigga On live <laughs> <laughs> No bro, hey, bro hey, that, 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 brings, that brings me back To the birthday gift That I got you bro I told my wife man, Like I feel like this nigga Does not sleep Like we need to get him Some candles Get him some scents Get him some fragrances That'll help this man Get a good night So y'all trying to make me sleep My nigga You see bro You be up all night bro You be sending me messages At 2 3 in the morning I'm like damn But then I wake up at 6 and I'm like, this nigga up again. <laughs> what the fuck did he sleep? You're not the first person to say that shit. Because my, my, my boy Cortez, who's been on the pod before, on a previous pod, he was like, bro, when the fuck do you go to sleep? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, man, I only need about two to four hours. You know what I'm saying? Like here and there. You're like, I feel you. But um, my, 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 my sleeping clock has been off since like I've been gone from like regular job, regular work. Okay, okay. So it's like, I'll sleep. When I need to sleep And trust me I get to, I get some rest in I've been getting a lot of rest in But then it's like Now that I'm going through uh, I'm trying to do a body transformation I'm trying to drop like At least 50, 60 pounds Within the next three months So y'all hold me accountable If you see me three months from now I'm not looking the same I'm trying to be sexy as fuck When I say sexy as fuck I want to look good naked What you mean? You don't think you look good naked right now? I do, I do, I do But they said Pause <laughs> they said if you lose 35 pounds You can gain another inch of dick Not saying I need more You know what I'm saying But Why not I mean If you got it, If you can get an inch Get an inch 
Yeah. So I'm so I'm like, bro, I'm look, I just been with my health, I'm really trying to get that shit back in check. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, some people have inspired me, they've gone through their transformations. I'm like, what am I waiting for? Let me go ahead and get in here and go in and put it in work. Mm, okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the kicker I'm on. Like I'm doing um low carb, I'm pretty much keto, and I'm doing OMAD, one meal a day, where I get to a point I'll fast for like 23, 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Of twenty three hours, and then I'll uh, eat within that that hour, and okay. then I won't eat to the next day again. All right, because I'm really trying to kill this shit, man. That, that. But I've been definitely there's definitely been um there's been a change in my mood, and I feel more focused now instead of me eating a lot of bullshit. Because you know, in the pandemic, I think everybody went through like the pandemic fifteen or the pandemic twenty where they got complacent, and you at <laughs> home and you chilling and you pretty much snacking and eating. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. It's time to get it. Nah, and then like you said, like you say, I guess the fasting it helps with your focus. Like sometimes you ingest food that'll like uh make you feel cloudy, get like cloudy. Yes, in your head. and I can't do like the sugars and the breads and pastas and shit because that shit throw me all the way off. So okay, so not the car like you say carbs and shit. Yeah, yeah. Some people could do it, but I I haven't I have abused my body so much where it's like <laughs> it gets to a point you're like nigga enough is enough. Like if you've been a, a heavy drinker and then you get a certain age and your body starts rejecting it. So that's the point I am with that. So it's like, okay, nigga, it's time to get your shit together. Hey, I know what you mean. Motherfuckers say motherfuckers then did lines of coke, then drank Kenny up straight out the bottle, then did shots of Patron for 30, 40 years, but then don't want to take a vaccine. But that's the whole other conversation like for another day. Your body <laughs> looking at you like, nigga. <laughs> nigga. Um, but yeah, that's the type of kick I'm on, man. I'm trying to get it. Hey, I feel, I feel you. Now, before the podcast, you talked about um, all right, all right, dating somebody that's shorter or taller than you. Yeah, I think that's a question. Um, I'm very confident within myself. Yeah. Whereas, like, to me, height don't matter. Yeah. But I think, uh, I think probably women that would probably be more of an adjustment for them than men. <laughs> well, the thing, the, what what baffles about the women thing, you got like women four eleven saying, "I don't eat men under six feet." I'm like, bitch, what? <laughs> <laughs> Everything you look up at you is it's all it's you, unless so, you dating you like a, a small person, a tiny person, like like that, like. I, like just the, I mean, I mean I, we all have our preferences. It's, it, like it's uh, it's uh, it's fair to have preferences, but like goddamn, like what does the shit become unreasonable? Like, come on, man, that's all I'm saying. But not, nah, I guess me speaking from, I guess, I guess, would it be called? I mean, how tall are you? Would it be called height privilege? I guess I'm six three. So if I dated a girl taller than me, I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's fine. I mean, I bust your big ass down. Yeah. I mean, I love, I love stallions. Shout out my baby Meg. Welcome oh, back. Welcome back to Instagram. Meg, she had these bikini pictures. Ooh. That wee. shit looks so good. Ooh. With the natural hair flowing, I'm like, hey, oh my God. Let us say a prayer. Thank you, Lord. Father, thank you for blessing <laughs> us with Meg the Stallion. <laughs> and all our art pieces and everything. It's, it's flowing. The booty cheeks. We appreciate you, Meg. We appreciate you. Hey. <laughs> if you should name, we pray. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. No, but like I say, sensational. Nah, but like I, 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 I guess I speak from a point of privilege. Like a dating a woman taller than me, I, I don't really, yeah, I, I really don't think height matters. I mean, I feel like this. I mean, like I'm not insecure about my height or whatever, because um, I'm I'm five seven, I'm five seven. So, but even if I dated a woman that was taller than me, I wouldn't feel no type of ways. I mean, like we all the same height when we lay down. Well, exactly, we the same height. What is it, vertical or horizontal? I mean, shit. If you if you fucking right, you vertical and horizontal. Depends on what position. Exactly, you're in. exactly. If you fucking right, it don't yeah. matter. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I mean, there's only one, one size that matters to me, but that's another story. 
Hey, I mean, that, that reminded me that skip that you sent me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> hey, man, nah, listen. Shout out to shout out to motherfuckers who are confident, even though you might have a micro penis. Rather, it's three to four inches. If you know you can get them pumps in, hey, keep pumping. Keep going. Hey, like you said, he got a four-inch dick, but he giving a 7,200 inches of dick. Hey, <laughs> hey, love yourself. Love yourself first. And I would, I would say like this. We're in a world where everybody's judging each other. Um, well, I don't agree with the whole uh, fat shaming um, point of view where I feel like sometimes it's good to have a little bit of fat shame. I mean, it's just really just about being healthy. Yeah, just being healthy. Because you have some women that are thicker that are more healthy than women that's skinny. Mm-hmm. But I would say like this, like, it doesn't matter what people think about you. It's, it's what matters what you think about yourself. That, I mean, that's what... Exactly. And then, like, we... um, We... I think... Don't get me wrong, medicine is fine, but like we got, we have to understand that Western medicine is really kind of um, a white man's idea of what health should look like. Mm. Like they think about it, like they talk about BMI, and mm. BMI is based on like some index that a white man came up with. But you think about it, like 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 LeBron, LeBron is what six eight, probably like two fifty. Mm-hmm. But by the white man's definition, LeBron is obese. He be obese, but it, it it doesn't factor in like your muscle ratio. Exactly. So like it's really just about being healthy. Muscle to fat ratio, because it's it's funny. Like you have uh, bodybuilders or people that's in shape. They got a lot of muscle on them, but they're heavier and they're considered obese. But they're most swollen, fucking cock diesel and like regular motherfuckers. So it's like like me. Like uh, I think years ago, like in 2012, I lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. I think I lost 50 pounds. I was doing P90X. Um, beach body shit. Okay, okay. Lost that shit in three months, and my muscle to fat ratio was way out of whack back th- back then. And I'm pretty much like kind of like the same weight I am right now, but I have so much more muscle, muscle. within fat. That's why I carry it so, like totally different. That's what I'm saying. You see all this muscle, you know what I'm saying? Like thick everything, thick everything. So it's like <laughs> this is the thick podcast. It's it's how you carry that shit, man. Like I, like I walk different places. They be like, "Hey, big dog." I'm like. Yeah, you talking about me? You ain't see my third leg, but I'm saying <laughs> it's all about muscle to fat ratio. What I what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna just lean the fuck out, okay, and start showing my muscle. That's my goal to lean the fuck out and can keep my muscle. But yeah, like I said, more important than like making sure you got a BMI, the the, the BMI bullshit or whatever. Making sure make sure you get your blood your blood work done. Facts that 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 shows Facts. that shows the true. Um, that shows like a true level of health. Make sure you get Facts. Blood work done. I get an annual every every year, and I need to go ahead and get my um, annual. Um, okay. I get my blood work done. Um, I get the the works. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From like STD checks and all that shit. Not saying I'm out here being a hoe. I'm not a hoe, y'all. I know it may, it may seem that I'm a hoe out here. I'm a respectable gentleman. He a hoe. I'm a gentleman. <laughs> no, I'm not a hoe. I'm not a hoe. <laughs> nah, nah, I would say I'm a selective hoe. <laughs> You selected with your holding side this day. No, because I think <laughs> things changed when I started getting um, the HIV test done every year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. And so when I got those SCD checks and my blood work done, I was like, it was like a prize possession to me to like have a full bill of health. So I wanted oh, to pr- protect that. And you know how mm-hmm. Atlanta is. They say it's like one of the top three of like AIDS or whatever. So it's like I'm not out here trying to sling dick to anybody and everybody. No, nah, no, nah, definitely, definitely protect yourself. Yeah, so definitely protect I, yourself. I hold that like a um, like a trophy on the wall. Like I got my shit done. I'm keeping my shit together. Because um, by having a mom as a nurse, she used to give us horror stories 
you know what I'm saying? When we was kids, about motherfuckers walk in and they dick falling oh, off. Oh, you, I mean, your mother, like you say, your mother was a nurse. Nurses, nurses yeah. got the scariest Bruh. fucking stories, man. Salute to the nurses and all the shit that y'all go through and all the shit that y'all see. Bro, people in the medical profession will have you not wanting to fuck, not wanting to eat, not wanting to do anything. But, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, for the longest, that's why I, uh, with me, I, back in the day, like, I wasn't fucking around like that. And I held on to my virginity for a long time. Mm. Longer than others Because she would tell us these stories And I and I was a hopeless romantic Was like I wanted to hold it for my wife or whatever <laughs> But I got finessed with that And the girl put the pussy on me look And I was like be, Look at you being sanctimonious now I was a totally different person <laughs> Nah man but I definitely feel you Like I think I was 11 or 12 When I found out about HIV And believe me like that shit Scared me to the point where I didn't I probably didn't fuck But I guess losing my virginity Was delayed by like, like another 5-6 years Because of that Yeah because I'm like I think um, things change for me for the better yeah. was out of, after I got out of a relationship and I had, I realized I had the capacity to want to be in something consistent, mm. wanted to dedicate my time to that one person. Cause like having sex with somebody that you can be fully free with yep. and you don't, cause I'll be having anxiety sometimes. Like I'll be like, don't nut, don't nut, don't shoot the club up. <laughs> Cause I don't want to, I don't want to babies by you. <laughs> it's, it's real shit, bro. Like, oh damn. Or keep it strapped, keep Whoa, it strapped, guys. You fucking, you fucking women that you don't want to have babies by. That's a rhetorical question. That's a rhetorical question. <laughs> That's a rhetorical question. Nigga, this is an honest, honesty podcast, <laughs> and we all go through that shit. We ain't, ain't no capping over here, like, like you, you smash somebody, you like. I hope I don't. I mean, it was good, but I hope I don't catch nothing. I hope I don't. You know, oh. man. That's not that's not the one I want to be with. <laughs> nah. So then instead of me going out and doing that shit, I was like, you know what? Let me just take a step back and really mess with people I really want to mess with. Yeah, no. Nah, that that post- And then when I say people, I say, I mean women. You know what I'm saying? I got to be it's women. Yeah, no. Nah, that post nut clarity and anxiety. Whew. Man. Like you say, <laughs> you you go get the you go get a test and you got anxiety waiting on the test results come back. Mm. <laughs> Those three or four days, you like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Contemplate your life choices. But then when you get the test, so you like, Whew. thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord <laughs> Jesus. You be like, thank you, Lord Jesus, and, and the Lord like, nigga, I don't even know you. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> then you run back out and do the same show again. <laughs> Hopefully you don't, but still, you y'all know the routine. It's like a loop. <laughs> never in the cycle for sure. A never ending cycle. Oh man, but now nah, what else we get into? Uh, I guess you want to get to the ancient motherfucker of the week. Uh, the ancient motherfucker of the week. Um, who you got? I go first. Go for it. My ancient motherfucker of the week is it's this girl that I think um spiritual world handle on Instagram had posted. She actually put she had her boyfriend that she found out that was texting some other girl. Oh my god And she put fucking Nair in his locks While she was washing his hair She put Nair In his locks And bro When I saw it I was like This is a fucking horror story This is And like As she was Rubbing his hair Some of his locks was falling out Like that's Is that not assault? That is fucking assault You don't fuck with nobody hair You don't fuck with nobody locks Especially Like lock journeys are very personal Bro. And it was so disrespectful, man. Oh my god, my, like that shit was like horrifying to watch. And they posted like it was a fucking joke. Like that's something that you don't joke about. Exactly, bro. Like that shit. Oh my god, that shit was scary, man. Like, in, like if you um, and I'm 
Again, I'm not a woman, but if you, if you, I guess what he, she found like text messages from another woman, yeah, or whatever. Like just leave, just like, leave. That's just, what everybody was saying. Why do you just, just leave? Leave, man. You the fucking clown. Mm, you the clown, and then you hurting this person. Because you got to look at it, the time it takes to fucking go from on your life journey to go from short to long length hair. It's time consuming. It's a journey. I guess how long was how long how long you been on your journey? Uh, it was four years in May. Okay, damn. So my four years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was very like offended by that and disgusted. Okay. So that's my ancient motherfucker of the week. Um. What's up? I'm gonna let you get yours off, then I'll talk about this other story. All right, yeah, believe me, I got a, I got plenty of ain't shit motherfuckers. We go back and forth. All right, so I guess my first ain't shit motherfucker of the week goes to uh, Rodney Dunn, an officer in the Arkansas State Police Department, um, in the attempted murder in vehicular manslaughter of Nicole Harper and her unborn child. Oh, so yeah, I forgot about that one. Exactly. So you sent me a video of this coward, uh, Rodney Dunn. Doing a pit maneuver on Nicole Harper, who's trying to pull over safely, and this man performs a pit maneuver and flips the car and, and potentially attempts to kill her and an unborn child. Yes, um, I'm just thankful. Idiot. That, I'm just thankful that her and the child were okay and that they're suing the him and the state police department. They about to get paid and they deserve it. But I guess what I guess this it just it disgusts me on a whole on a, a bunch of different levels. The first level is the like. That that video was from last July. Oh, really? No. Mike, like, why the fuck does it take so long for police video to come out? You already know. Like that. Are like, oh, my God. And that and that brings us to like that brings us to a whole other point. The um, I'll say the callousness and the disregard that we've seen from police depart from police officers, police departments in regards to humanity, in particular black people's humanity. It's like it's it's a it's a, what is it abhorrent? It's like it's disgusting. It's downright awful. It's evil. Mm-hmm. What else is new? But this is but this is why we we we've got it to we've got to defund or either abolish and reform the police. I think people people need to stop complaining police with safety. Police do police do not keep police do not keep people safe. Police for the most part show up after a crime's been committed and the perpetrator's gotten away. Mm. Um, so somebody, if you show up after I need you, you're damn near useless to me. Mm. Um, so like I say, police do not keep people safe. Um, you know what I'm saying? I think about when I think about safety, like some, I, I forget who it was. I think it was DeRay McKesson, but DeRay McKesson does this exercise where he asks people, think of the place where you feel most safe. Like he asks people, close their eyes. Think of the place where you feel most safe. What does that space have? What does that space look like? Mm-hmm. And then he asks people. Are the police there? Hell no. And so why are you conflating police with safety? Why you feel the reason why you feel safe in that particular space is because you have the resources that you need to survive. The police, uh, the police, the police and safety are like uh, damn near polar opposites. Mm. So like I say, police are, they, they do not provide, they do not protect and they do not protect the community. They do not protect the community in the way that they should. So they either got to be defunded or abolished and reformed. Okay. I agree with that. Got who's the second ain't shit motherfucker of the week? No, I, I definitely I wouldn't say ain't shit. Um all right. <laughs> James Harden. What'd he do? Why the fuck are you fucking cash apping sweetie one hundred thousand dollars just to go on a date? 
For real? Yeah, nigga. Like, who does that shit? I don't care if you a fucking millionaire. So I would ask you, how much do you think you should pay a woman in order to go on a date with her? How much would you give out? I, I'm speaking from a broke nigga's perspective. <laughs> Even if you was fucking rich. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, truthfully, I'm gonna be honest with you. I feel like a lot of rich niggas out here paying for dates and paying for pussy. So, I mean, simp ass niggas. <laughs> hey, I, so I'm not. So like, I gotta say, I, but I'm saying like, by you even coming in that way, it's like you're belittling yourself just to come in the door. You hey. you think so little of yourself that I need to pay this woman a hundred thousand dollars, even if the if. And then from from Sweetie's point of view, mm-hmm. if she accept that shit, it's no better than a fucking hoe. That's the exchange. Uh, I mean, I, I like a prostitute <laughs> just to get a fucking date. That's, ain't that what they, ain't that what uh, prostitutes do? Pay a little money for your services. Thank you. Come hey, again. Goodbye. I mean, I mean I, I'm not I'm not here to shame sex workers, but again, like I say, I no. But I'm saying like, bro, like, why the fuck would you pay a hundred thousand dollars for a date? And there's so many beautiful women out here. And I mean, she definitely I, ain't worth no hundred thousand dollars. But I feel like that that the paying for the date thing goes on like you know like people do like the um the the raffles where like a model comes on stage or like for like it's like charity or something. Bruh, you you paying for a date with that type of thing? As, as a well. man, you, as a man, don't be chasing on women. You let the women fucking chase you. Man. And like I say, I've been out the game. The like, audacity of this nigga. Like I say, today I, I like I say I'm too poor. Nigga, you think pussy worth a hundred thousand dollars for a date? I'm too poor. I am too a lot of stuff. Nigga, for that price, you could have had your you could have hundred. In today's society, you could have had a hundred thousand women that you had on rotation. Like, <laughs> you could have gave a hundred thousand women a dollar. Like, bro, who does that shit? <laughs> like you. That's why I said just because you got money don't mean you change from simping because. That is the epitome of simping. Hey man, the Brooklyn Nets stay out of control. There was another story where KD was trying to set up a three uh, threesome with a porn star. He, I guarantee, I guarantee he wasn't paying a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> nah, but now, nah, oh my ancient motherfucker number two of the week, Kasim Reed. <laughs> I see your ass, motherfucker. Go sit down. We don't need you. We don't need you. I'd rather have Keisha ass sitting around doing nothing than you have, have your ass back here stealing from us. So Kasim Reed, go sit your ass down. Drop out this race. That nigga doing a circle back. He's trying to get up in there. He tried to get that. He tried. He tried, he tried to run it back one time. Everybody like when I saw his face. Everybody had the same look. Like, did isn't he trying to get up for some shit I, I, that he had done while he was a mayor? I know that who I think it is. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know that who I, I think it is. Like what? Oh man, that's that's. But I would say that is some big dick energy. Man, <laughs> fuck that nigga, man. Fuck that nigga. I, I oh, got a question for you. Mm-hmm. So. This week was your birthday. Mm-hmm. Question: What, who, what would you date? Would you date? No, no, no. Who would you fuck? Would you fuck an eighteen-year-old, or would you fuck an eighty-year-old? Think about it. Let me know. I'm going. <laughs> I don't know. Like, how good you think Angela Bassett will look at eighty? I mean, she's sixty right now, right? I mean, Angela Bassett and. 20 years still gonna be bad hey nah hey. But, but thank y'all for listening to the episode of the real critics collab this is your boy marcus aka mr marcus aka you know what time it is it's your boy lavert aka laverticus aka sweet dick willie and we out we out hey